Morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre is brought to you by Abe's Door Service, where service is their specialty. Visit abesdoor.ca. It is uh, six oh six on this uh, Thursday morning. Thanks for joining us. Uh, this is this is pretty cool, uh, especially if you're looking to get your kids into uh, playing some sports. Uh, parents, nonprofits now able to apply for some grants that will help pay for kids sports. It's through the province's Every Kid Can Play program. And if you're eligible, uh, families can apply for up to $350 a child. Chelsea Carey is the Development and Communications Manager for Kids Sport Canada. Chelsea, joining us this morning. Welcome to 630 Ched. Thanks for having me. Uh, Give us an idea how much it costs to get kids into sports. If you don't have them, uh, you have no idea. If you do have them, you definitely have a clue. But I guess it depends on the sport. But, you know, is there a a ballpark range? Yeah, it it very much depends on the sport. But we know that uh, costs are rising everywhere. They're rising for sports clubs. They're they're rising in the cost of living. It's it's just, unfortunately, that's the world that we live in right now. So, um, you know, we, we need services like this now more than ever so that we can help uh, help the families who just who just don't have the money for it so yeah it, it's a very wide range it ranges from less than that 350 to well over it depending on the sport but um but yeah we're we know we're, we know we're needed right now for sure so, so chelsea give us an idea how this program is going to uh is going to work through the government that comes through um you know um kids sport canada how are you rolling this out yeah, so the so the government of Alberta has committed. I think their their total for the program is eight million dollars, mm. but they're giving three million of that to Kidsport Alberta. So what that allows us to do the the application process for us stays the same for families. You can go to our website and and all the um, the criteria are on there. You can apply on there or uh, submit a paper application, and then it just allows us to put this money directly back into those registration fees. So last year um, we were just shy of twelve thousand um, kids. And, and we're hoping to do more than that this year. So this $3 million just is all going directly back into those registration fees, as, as you mentioned, at $350 a kid. So it just allows us to help that many more uh, kids in Alberta this year, which is very exciting. Does the money have to be spent on registration fees, or is there some wiggle room in there when you, when you make the application? No, the money goes do, goes only to registration fees, although we do have a program through um, Sports Central in Edmonton and the Calgary Flames Sports Bank where we offer also no-cost equipment through those organizations. Chelsea, uh, you know very well the power of sport and uh, how important it is uh, to, to, to people. When you take a look at this program, I mean, um, it, it's got to feel good knowing that more kids are going to be uh, involved with this, but maybe you can shed some light on on um, your involvement in sport and and why this is important and how it impacted your world. Yeah, sport for me has changed my life. I mean, it's it's made me who I am. And and as a kid, I was very lucky in that I didn't have to worry about that. My parents, um, we we were never rich by any stretch of the imagination, but we had enough money to to play a sport. And in fact, we weren't given a choice. We had to play a. We got to pick which sport, but we had to play a sport for every season. And I never even thought twice about the money. And then when I got a bit older and realized that that was a barrier for people, it just it just ripped my heart. It just made me so sad. And I I was before I worked for Kids Sport, I was an ambassador for them as an athlete because. I, it's just a cause that's near and dear to me, given given my own history in sports. So it, it really feels pretty amazing to be able to make a difference for some families because I wouldn't be who I who I am today without sport. And I want every kid to have that opportunity, regardless of financial constraints and the cost of living rising and all those kinds of things. Yeah, and the, and the results can be <laughs> varied for any number of people. For some, it's just an awful lot of fun. But, but for you, uh, just listen to this, see if this uh, reminds you of anything, Chelsea. 
I mean, that that's a great, and it, it allows you to be sort of an example of how far you can go, but that's not necessarily what this, any of these programs are all about. It's about being able to participate in some way. Yeah, and, and the thing about sports, I mean, obviously I wouldn't trade, you know, my experiences for anything, and I, I chose to continue with it and, and was lucky enough to have some success. But at the end of the day, they're they're good they're good for kids in, in many ways, whether or not you continue with them into adulthood. But it teaches you life skills. It teaches you teamwork and discipline and, um, you know, communication skills and all these kinds of things that the benefits are, are endless, regardless of your end result there. But, yeah, I mean, certainly there's the potential to do big things if, if you so choose but if we don't get them involved in the first place they don't have any of those chances and they don't get to learn those lessons and that's just not fair and it shouldn't be that way and kids shouldn't have to worry about that they should just get to go and play and and that's what we're trying to accomplish all right so again people can apply uh through kids sport canada website and the alberta government website chelsea anything else that folks need to know no, I think that's it. Head over to the website. It's got all the details there as far as who's eligible. And, and like I said, you can apply right online. It's it's super quick and easy. And um, and we hope that we can help a whole bunch more kids this year get them into sports. Well, that's the other th- uh, cool thing, too, is you may, you may uh, you know, try to get a grant to cover the registrations. But then it opens a portal so that I would think that parents can see what all is available in order to help get their kids into sport. Like you said, uh, there, there's Sports Central. There, there's your organization in the province. So it, it's a portal to find out more about what's available. Yep, definitely. And, and yeah, they, we, we understand that equipment costs are also a, a concern, so it's great that your registration's paid for, but how do I get the equipment? And that's where Sports Central comes in. So we're, you know, we, we have a great partnership with them, and they do amazing work as well. So, you know, we're, we're looking to help out in every every possible way we can. So, yeah, all the information uh, is there on the website, and I and, uh, hope everyone goes to check it out, and hopefully we get a whole bunch of applications flowing in here. Hey, Chelsea, are you still curling? <laughs> I am, yeah. <laughs> And where where are you at? What are you doing these days? Oh, I'm uh, I'm not playing women's this year. I'm sparing a bit, um, but I'm not playing on a women's team full time. But I'm going to play. Um, I'm going to end up playing a full schedule with sparing for a couple different teams, and I'm also playing mixed doubles with um, my teammate Colin Hodgson. Very nice. Very cool. Well, thank you, Chelsea, for joining us this morning. Sure, appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you betcha. Chelsea Carey is the development and communications manager for Kids Sport Canada, and of course, won the Scotties in 2019. Yeah. Not yeah. bad, huh? What sports I, did you play when you were a kid? I remember when I was a kid, I, I I tried to play hockey a little bit, but we were really quite poor, so we that mm. that didn't uh, go for. But I played baseball. I love playing baseball. Uh, I played some little bit of soccer when I was a kid. Those were the ones, but it was always through school. School gave me that opportunity to try and play. I played a little baseball after school. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. What about you, Coates? Well, I play a little bit of everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was just, I was just a sports kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, hockey was big. I enjoyed playing soccer too, yeah. but I was also in rural Saskatchewan where there really isn't yeah. that many different options, right? Yeah. Like we didn't have enough people to play football or any yeah. of those sports that required significant numbers that wasn't hockey in Canada. Yeah. Kind of tough to do in rural Saskatchewan. Yeah, my, my parents had, you know, my brother and I and everything, you know, like I, I was in gymnastics and, um, and dance and soccer and baseball and volleyball and basketball. And my brother was in golf. My brother played everything. He was an all-around athlete. But growing up in northern Ontario, it was interesting. that Like he was an all-star athlete, my brother was. The only thing he didn't play was hockey, mm-hmm. which is crazy thinking that it was Sault Ste. Marie. He didn't know how to skate. 
<laughs> he, and he, still, he was, you know, a really crappy yeah. skater, but uh, never and never was interested. And I think probably a part of that was the cost of it as well. I'm sure, for, but, but know, also was, the time commitment. Yeah, the time commitment. It was yeah. explained to me early on once we did move oh, yeah. to, to the farm north of Vermillion. Uh, you can pick your sport, but it's got to be something that we're not driving you. We don't yeah. have time to drive you around everywhere, which is fine, you know, and yeah. that's good. And lots of parents do. So uh, for me, it ended up being curling because I could do yep. curling after school, get picked up by mom after work, that kind of thing, and then baseball. So yeah, it was yeah. always through school. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we did I think a little bit of both. Yeah, that's why I took the beginner hockey program for for adults about eight <laughs> years ago. Finally got to play a little organized hockey. That was uh, the plan. Yeah, I went skating for the first time in a very long time um, when when Coach and I first started dating, and. My, my husband was a hockey player at one point in his life, and I just held on to the back of him, and he dragged me around the rink down to the, <laughs> the oval down in uh, the park there. That was the best way to do it. Oh, that's so romantic It was cute. very romantic. Aww. It was. It was in Kissimmee. It was small, snowing. Yeah, no. With small towns, I found, too, at least, that made sports more affordable, where we had the local rink, which is mm-hmm. just basically a glorified barn. Yeah. But again, you could go skate there for free. Yeah. You know, if you wanted to play in the evening hockey league on Wednesday nights, it cost you 75 bucks for the year. Like, it was that much more affordable versus sports now, which is just outrageous. Well, and it's interesting how uh, a rink, especially in smaller towns, become a real focal point, mm-hmm. right? I can still remember the rink that, and again, Belleville was a little bigger than, you know, yeah. it was 35,000 people compared to, yeah, you know, 3,500 <laughs> people, right? But Dick Ellis Arena was the arena where, you know, we learned to skate in. I walked by to go to school every day, but it was a focal point where we gathered and we did that sort of stuff. It was really cool. Uh, I'm so old that not only could you skate at the Vermilion Agriplex, there was the old, old rink, the old arena. We'd play broom ball sometimes with natural ice. <laughs> That's how old that thing was. There was no artificial ice. Oh, yeah, no, it was all there. natural ice in yeah. Weimar, too. Yeah. Mm. And, and, and uh, for those who live in the area, curling at the two, two-sheet curling rink in Clandonald. Oh, wow. By the way. Which was also on natural ice and highly entertaining. Curling pool on ice, or yeah, shooting pool, it's like shooting pool on shuffleboard. ice, right? Yeah, yeah, shuffleboard. Yeah, like nice. shuffleboard, yeah. yeah. I've never Great really fun. curled either. Hmm. My knees are so bad now that yeah, I, couldn't I couldn't even try. No, couldn't no. even try. It's uh, 616. We're going to be back here in just a couple seconds. What did you play? Uh, <laughs> did you have fun? Did you love it? Thank goodness you got to play. We'd love to hear from you. 780-496-0063. This morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre, presented by Abe's Door Service, with 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. So we're talking about sport and kids' sports, some of the sports that you played when you were a kid, but also the cost... Mm. Of, uh, of 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 the sports that your kids now play because it is pricey. Uh, Old Roadhog says, um, "Hey guys, uh, small town Saskatchewan. We played fastball, six man football, hockey, curling, and after we got a gym, we played volleyball and basketball. A little bit later, golf. We got a golf course became a big thing. A little bit of everything. Yeah, I played nine man football. They tried to have a six school. man team in the community I was in. Didn't have enough in. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, but we're also talking about the prices. So Jane." James uh, sends in some, some numbers, and I don't know, but I'll take your word for it, James. says a private hockey league in Alberta and B.C. called the Hockey Super League, or HSL, is $4,300 
for a U11, so an under a 10-year-old, $4,300 per year. Yeah. That doesn't include travel. That doesn't include equipment. Mm-hmm. That doesn't include other camps yep. and workouts and all the rest of the stuff that some people will put mm-hmm. some money into. Yikes. Ooh, get off your wallet, right? Well, and, but, you know, and, and when we're talking about kids sport, we're talking about, you know, not highly competitive, uh, super, you know, you just want to be able to have fun, oh, play some recreational yeah, but hockey, that's not the w- recreational soccer, whatever. Oh, no, but there's a difference. Oh, if you, I know if there's you a want to play rec, you know, you, you play that, but at 10 years old, there are parents who mm. believe that their kids are going to go on to be the next Connor McDavid. And I mean, at 10 years old, I mean, Wayne Gretzky and Connor McDavid were showing, um, you know, their skill and prowess. So people get this in their head and they think they're going to do this. So we're going to continue on and just playing, right? And I think sometimes, oh, I think a lot of times, <laughs> um, parents are blinded by it all. Well, And, it, and they push too hard. It gets so delusional okay, too. And, too. <laughs> and just, yeah, got the dogs going wild so the, in the here. The dogs are tussling right beside us. Okay. <laughs> but from a sports perspective too, it's just, you don't always have to play that super high level. Like even for myself, you know, when I was 15, I was still playing, you know, midget A hockey at times or U18A. And not to say my career worked out good, but yeah. I, again, I played junior hockey, played semi-pro. Like you don't always have to be spending ten mm-hmm. grand a year on your mm-hmm. kids to play sports. No, you don't have. But with some of them, you know what? If they end up being able to get a scholarship to an American university or a Canadian one or whatever, mm-hmm. maybe they get to play in Europe at some point. That would be the dream. Yeah, like, but you don't get scholarships NHL. at U twelve. No, no, yeah, no, yeah. no. Not a, <laughs> I know, <laughs> but it sets you up maybe for down the road if you can. So that would be the only. Uh, reasonable uh, option, I think, for if you're paying that kind of money. It's still crazy. Uh, but it's it's expensive enough just to play rec league stuff. Oh, yeah. It's expensive oh, yeah, yeah. enough, even through school. Uh, so what are you paying, Chadville, uh, you know, for grandkids or, you know, if you're if your kids, what did you pay? What are you paying? I know some school fees for, for extracurricular sports, for, for competitive sports in school can be really expensive after a yeah. while. And how do you how do you deal with that, too? I, just, I, I don't remember. I don't remember my parents paying for you know the the high school volleyball team that i that i played on right i don't remember that maybe they did i mean if we went on trips of course but i don't remember that but i know obviously things have changed and fees are everywhere now yeah Uh, we we would sell donuts the uh, football team fundraising yeah we do big back in the day too yeah we'd sell donuts in in breaks and of course we'd eat most of the profits so we're we're (laughs) we ended up subsidizing ourselves is what it boiled down to southern ontario we sold uh florida oranges and grapefruits (laughs) really yes oranges and grapefruits and they were fantastic oranges and grapefruits. And my and I know and I remember because we would get bags of these things and my mother would cut them and we'd have them for breakfast and she would cut them and slice them all up and a little sprinkle of sugar on them, a little cherry in the middle. Well, ever since the scurvy epidemic of yeah. the <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, you know, you gotta Fight keep scurvy. vitamin C up for those athletes, right? Those who want to be athletes. But out, yeah, it out was there in the wilderness. Oranges. Out there in the wilderness. Yeah. In Belleville, Ontario. <laughs> like, my gosh. Ugh. Anyway.